Psalm 100. Five short verses here, and we'll read all five of them and give you a few thoughts, and Lord willing, we'll go home. Psalm 100, beginning in verse number one. Certainly desire your prayers tonight. Appreciate those wonderful testimonies and the beautiful singing. It's already been a good place to be tonight. Psalm 100, verse number 1, it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates. Now take notice of that verse number four. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. You may be seated. Our Father, God in heaven, Lord, as we come before you tonight, God, we're certainly thankful God, we're honored to be able to stand on holy ground tonight. We're thankful, Lord, for your scripture that you've allowed us to open. We're thankful, Lord, for the words of these pages, God, that you've allowed us to read tonight. And God, we pray tonight, Lord, that you'd help us. God, that you'd be mindful of us. Lord, that you'd teach us and show us and learn us how to preach this message tonight. And God, that it'd be clear. And God, I pray, Lord, that it'd go out. And God, it'd land upon the ears that need to hear and Father, we pray tonight, God, if there's one that has a burden, that has a need, Father, we pray, Lord, that you'd meet them at their need tonight, and God, that they'd get the help and strength that they need. And God, we're just trusting in you. God, we love you tonight. We thank you and praise you and give you glory and honor. And it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Now, I want you to take notice. There's actually two words that we read tonight in your hearing in verse number four. We read those five verses to get to these two little words, and it's simply this, His gates. And I want you to think about that as we preach tonight on His gates. I'm excited about this. I'm looking forward to this. I, I, I thought tonight is back in the, in the biblical days, back years ago, they would... Uh, have these cities and they would build these gates and and how that these gates I believe that they would decorate these gates and they would be a welcoming symbol into the into the these beautiful cities uh, many years ago and these gates would it would allow and forbid people to to enter in and and to exit uh, from the cities and into the cities and you remember uh, you remember in Luke chapter number 19 when uh, Jesus went down there and he made the triumphal entry and how uh, we, we know that Jesus entered into that gate there uh, that day but in, in the city of Jerusalem and, and you know he, he, he was going to finish his earthly ministry there in that city there that time when he entered in to that, the, the city of Jerusalem on that little donkey there that day. And it wasn't long we know that Jesus was led to the cross. Well, well Lord willing, we'll get there in just a little bit. But you know, I thought about that, that city, Jerusalem. If you, if you study the Bible and know a little bit about uh, that city, Jerusalem, you'll find that there were 12 gates around the outside of that city. 
along the walls of that place. And how that this gate that Jesus entered in, it was called the Eastern Gate. It was called the Golden Gate. It was called the Gate Beautiful, if you will. And how Jesus entered in. But on the inside of that, inside of those gates, there were eight additional gates that led to the to the temple, to God's house. And we'll get there in just a, a moment as well. But uh, no, let no doubt that these, some of these gates were large. I understand that it's been said that some of these gates were as high as 60 to 75 feet high and about that wide. Couldn't imagine these gates to these places and these cities. But, but you think about it, from the time that Jesus entered in to, the, to Jerusalem there that day, what is called the triumphal entry in Luke chapter number 19, until the time in Revelation chapter 19, you'll find that Jesus entered through and passed through five separate gates. Five different gates. And I want to share those with you tonight, God willing. Now you think, I want to go back to Luke chapter uh, number 19. You'll find you'll find that in Luke chapter number 19, Jesus spoke to a couple of His disciples. And He said, you go down to this little town. And He said, you'll find a little colt tied. And He said, you go down there. And He said, you loose him. And He said, if any man asks you why loose the colt, you tell him that the Lord has need of him. So no doubt those two disciples went down. Lo and behold, they found the little colt tied there and they began to loose him. It wasn't long. The Bible says that the owners came out, plural, uh, the, owner, the owners came out and said, why loose she the colt? They spoke up and said, the master has need of him. Well, they went right on their way. They took that little colt to Jesus. Now listen, that colt had never been ridden before. There had never been a man set up on that colt. Let me just say this tonight. You go out here and you try to climb up on a colt that's never been set on before, you're going to end up on your neck somewhere. That colt was bound, but he what? But he was he what? He hadn't been let loose. Now you think about that. He was he was bound, but he hadn't been broken. You think about how Jesus and you, they brought that colt back to Jesus there that day. They laid their coats upon him and they set the Lord up on that little colt. Now listen, that colt never flinched. He never quivered. He never shook. He never wagged his tail. He never wagged. His, he never offered one time to buck. I believe that that little colt knew that there was something special about the man that climbed up on his back. And here they come down off of the Mount of Olives and they entered into Jerusalem. And it was a great crowd that met him there at that beautiful gate. And Jesus passed through and entered through that beautiful gate into the city of Jerusalem that day. You think about when they walked by, when that little donkey tried to get through the crowd and it was all he could do to get through the crowd because of the people that raised their hands and they raised their voices and they took the palm branches and strewed them out in front of them and they welcomed him in as the king of kings and the lord of lords there was something special about the man that was on the back of that donkey let me just say this he wasn't just a man he, they didn't look at him just as a man that could open blinded eyes they didn't look at, at him as a man that could open the deaf ear. They didn't look at him as a man that can raise the dead. But I believe there that day when Jesus entered and passed through that beautiful gate, they looked at him as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. There was something special about that man that rode into that little town there that day and entered and passed through that beautiful gate. You think about that. My goodness, you think. I thought about this, you know, when Jesus entered into that gate. 
But you know what? It wasn't, it wasn't long that that same crowd, just a few days later, it wasn't very long that the same crowd, as they stood on those withered palm branches, it was the same crowd that raised their voice once again. But they wasn't singing these praises. They was crying, crucify Him, crucify Him. And it wasn't long they led the Lord Jesus to the slaughter. You think about it. And when Jesus entered into that gate, Jesus entered into that gate and there He would take of the Last Supper. There Jesus would be. He would go to the Garden of Gethsemane. There he would be betrayed of one of his own, uh, one of his own disciples. There Jesus would be arrested inside of that gate, and there he would endure and suffer as no man had ever suffered before inside of that gate. You think about that tonight. Now you think about this. I thought that that the second gate that Jesus passed through. That, that night, that night when they took him and they, they held him before Pontius Pilate and, and that great council there that day and they questioned him. You know, that early that next morning they let him out and I understand that they took him through the sheep gate. You think about that. They passed through what was called the sheep gate. Now on, on the inside of, of those city walls, there were 12 gates around the perimeter of that great city, Jerusalem. On the inside, there was a set of eight gates that passed through that would you could get into the temple and out of all those eight gates that they could pass through there was one that led out to the slaughterhouse there was one that and you know every lamb that passed through that place every lamb that that sacrificial lamb that was brought in there and was going to shed his blood for the sacrifice the sacrificial uh, sacrifices that was to be made that day that lamb had to pass through that sheep gate and you know what? Jesus was no different. When they brought Jesus out that day, all of the, the, out of all of those eight gates that they could have took Him through, you know where they brought that man? They brought Him out through the sheep gate. You remember what John said that day when he looked out across the river Jordan and he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Bless God, I'm about to get beside myself. You think about what Jesus did that day when they took Him out of the sheep gate and there He shed His blood. Now let me just say this. Jesus did not go through the gate because of what He did. Jesus went to the gate because of what I was and because of what you was. Thank God Jesus became my sacrificial lamb. He shed His blood there for me on Calvary and He died and gave His life for me. You think about the sheep, the sheep gate that Jesus went through there that day. My goodness, they, no doubt that every time they brought a lamb down that cobblestone street, no doubt that it was thinking in its mind, I'm going to give my life not because of something that I've done, but for the failures and faults of others. And there was Jesus as they led him through the sheep gate. And there he died. You think about it, a ransom for you and for me. Now, you think about this. The sheep gate. Now I want you to notice this. You know that, that Jesus died on the cross. Not, not because of what he did. But it's simply because of what I was. It's simply because of what you were. You think about an old wretched sinner. Bless God he died for me. I think of who I was and what I once was. But so many years ago God saved a little old boy. I too was 10 years old and soon to be 34 years old in Christ. But thank God he saved a little old boy. Not because of anything that I've done. But because of what Jesus did there on the cross. And you think Jesus knew. 
And I believe this. I believe before the foundations of this earth were ever laid, Christ knew what he was. Think about this. I believe that the, the I believe. Let, let me. Was it in, in John chapter 18, I believe it was, when Jesus stood there. I got it wrote down here. When Jesus stood there before Pilate, he said, To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into this world. He knew. He knew before the foundations of this earth were ever laid that he was going to the old rugged cross and there he was going to shed his precious blood for me and there he was going to shed his precious blood for you. I believe from the from the time... Listen, I think this. I thought about when Jesus entered in into the Garden of Gethsemane and the Bible says that his sweat became as it were great drops of blood. And I believe from that time on, I believe my sin fell upon the shoulders of Christ. And I believe the sin of the world fell upon the shoulders of Christ there that day. You think about it. No wonder it took him to his knees. No wonder it took him down. But my goodness, you think. Jesus, the perfect, sinless, innocent Lamb of God, there he shed his precious blood for you. And there he shed... His precious blood for me. You know it's in Hebrews it says in chapter number 10. It says that the blood of bulls and goats never took away the sin, the sins of, of, of mankind. But you know I thought about John. As John looked out across. John was down by the river Jordan. And he was baptizing there. Those Jews there that day. And I believe he looked across the Judean hill. And here come a man that he never met before. Here come a man that I believe he recognized him from afar off. And he said, looked out and said, Behold the Lamb of God. Now you think about that. When those Jews heard that, they thought, Well, we've heard that all of our lives. It, it, it meant nothing to them. But he made a statement that they'd never heard before. He said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Now you think about that. When those Jews had to bring that sacrificial lamb and, and present it to the priest and bring it as a sacrifice, it would satisfy God for a year. It pushed their, their sins up a year. And it would prolong God's wrath for a year. But lo and behold, here come a man. Here come a man by the name of Jesus. And Jesus suffered and bled and died. And His precious blood, hey, it satisfied God. Bless His holy name tonight. You think, hey, there is no more... There is no more need to take the, the lambs and the bull, and the bullocks out and shed their blood. Jesus died once and for all. He shed His blood once and for all for you and for me. My goodness, you think. I thought about that. I think about that so often as John looked out. And he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away. That's something right there, you know. He didn't just cover it up. He didn't just, just cover it over, but bless God, He took it away. My sins are gone. I don't understand that. But bless God, I can stand before a righteous, sovereign God today as though I've never sinned before. My goodness, you think what Jesus did on Calvary. Bless His holy name. My goodness sakes. Man, I'm feeling something special up here, and it's not me. Bless His holy name. Now, you think about this. I thought that it wasn't long. It wasn't long that Jesus, they took Him and Jesus gave up the ghost and He died there on the cross. And it wasn't long that a man by the name of Joseph of Arimathea came and, and he sought the, the, the body of Jesus and how He took Him and laid Him in a tomb. And it wasn't long that the, 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 Romans, the, the Roman soldiers came and, 
and they were going to break his legs, but they found that Jesus had done given up the ghost and he had done died. And, and but you remember, you remember this. You ever, you ever think of, about where Jesus's soul was while his lifeless body laid three days in that grave? You ever think about that? You remember in Matthew chapter number sixteen, I believe it was, where Jesus was was talking to Peter, and he said he made this statement. He said, "Upon this rock." Shall I build my church? And then what did he say? And the gates of what? The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Do you know that hell had a set of gates at one time? You think about that. My goodness, I believe this. I believe when Jesus' lifeless body was laying in the grave for a period of three days, I believe that Jesus went and the Bible says that He led captivity. I believe you'll find that in Ephesians chapter number 4. Somewhere about down in there you'll find where Jesus went. And I believe He preached Himself to those old saints that had died and gone on. And there was a place called paradise. You remember there was a place called paradise. And it was a place that there was a great golf fix between hell and this paradise. You remember the man on the cross? The thief that hung there on the cross and Jesus told him, He said, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. But could you imagine? Could you imagine those saints... I thought about this and I could envision those saints being down there in heaven or down down there in that paradise. And maybe uh, one of them would come in there. Could you imagine they would, they, they, they would be one of them come in there and they say, are you him? Are you the one? Are you the one that we're looking for? Are you the one that's going to bust us out of this place? And I could imagine one would speak up and say, no, my name's Simeon. And I was in the temple and they laid that babe in my arms. And he said, I have, mine eyes have seen the salvation of the Lord. And I believe it wasn't long that Simeon died and he went into paradise. It wasn't long that maybe another one had entered into that place and said, are you the one? He said, no, but my name's John the Baptist. And he said, the other day I was down by the river. I was baptizing and look out and see one coming. Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. There was another one that came and said, hey, are you the one? He said, no, my name's blind Bartimaeus. He said, I was sitting by the, by the wayside blind. I was born blind from birth. He said, but there came a man by the name of Jesus. And guess what? He's opening eyes. He's opening ears. He's raising the dead. He's making the lame to walk again. He's on his way. It won't be long, brothers. He's about to come. Hey, there was another one that came by the name of Lazarus. He was only there for about four days. And he went back. Hey, but listen. There was... Bless his My goodness, you think... Hey, Oh my goodness, I can't even catch I can't even catch my breath. Bless his holy name. My goodness. Hey, I believe this. I believe that there was another one that entered in and said, are you the one? He said, no, but I was the thief hanging on the cross. And he said, it wasn't just a moment ago. I heard him cry, forgive them, Father, for they know not what he do, what they do. My goodness, you think. And I believe just a moment later, I believe the gates of hell begin to tremble. I believe the demons of hell begin to tremble. My, I can't even catch my breath. And they looked out and see, hey, I believe it was a great light that became to, that began to shine in the darkness. And here came the Lord Jesus. You know what? And I believe He walked up to the podium and I believe He began to sign and register Himself in that place. You know what? I believe He signed His name in blood. Now, wait a minute. Nobody had never signed their name in blood there before. Now, you think about this. Those old saints, they could only go as far as the blood had went. Those lambs, those bullocks, 
sacrifice, those oxen, those one, the, the, those sacrifices that made that blood never left this earth. They could not leave. They could only go as far as the blood. And here comes the Lamb of God. He signs His name in blood. You know how He signs His name? I am that I am. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. And I believe that He led captivity captive. I believe, and guess what? I believe He walked out of there with the keys of the gates of hell tonight. Satan does not have power over his own gates tonight. In His gates. You think about that. Bless His holy name. My goodness, I, I hope I can do this for about three more days. I am enjoying myself. My goodness, I can't catch my breath though. My goodness, you think. Whew. Can I get a drink of water? No time. Preach Oh, my. Y'all preaching me to death. Oh, my goodness. What I thought about is Jesus. You know, those old saints, they could only go as far as the blood had went. And Jesus, I believe he went into paradise. And I believe he, let me just say this. Just as Brother John said, if anybody intends to go to heaven, they're going by the way of Jesus Christ. The old, it makes no difference. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you think you are. If you intend to go to heaven, you'll go through and by the Lord Jesus Christ. There is, now the world will tell you there's multiple ways, there's different ways, but I've got news for the world. Jesus is the only way that you'll make it to heaven tonight. But I thought as Jesus, I, I, I thought as Jesus, remember Mary, Mary went down and to, to visit the sepulcher that day. And she found that the stone was rolled away and she was beside herself. She was distraught. She was upset. And, and there stood a man before and she thought that he was the keeper of the ground. And she asked him and said, Where have you laid the Lord that we might take care of his body? And, and when Jesus called her by name, he said, Mary. She recognized who he was. And, but he said, Touch me not, for I have not ascended unto the Father. But you know, I believe that Jesus had to take his very own blood and I believe, I understand that, that it, if, if you, somebody's done the math, somebody's done the calculations on it, if, if, if you was to, to travel from earth to the footstool of God there at, at His throne in heaven, how they got this number, I don't know, but they said it would take you three and a half years traveling at the speed of light. 187,000 miles per second. It would take you three and a half years to get to the throne of God, the third heaven, if you will. But here Jesus I believe that he'd done that in just a matter of moments. I believe Jesus went up there and I believe he passed by that angelical choir. I believe he walked through the gates of heaven, if you will. You remember in Genesis chapter number 28 when Joseph laid his head down out there in the, in the desert and he, and, and he looked up and seen the ladder come down out of heaven and the angels ascending and descending. And he looked up and he said this. He said, this must be the gates of of heaven. You know heaven's got a set of gates. And I believe that Jesus passed through those gates. I believe he walked by the by the angelical choir. I believe he walked up to the throne of God. And I believe he said, God, God the Father, he said, I've I've done this. He said, I've I've, I've healed the lame. I've, I've made the lame to walk. I've opened the eyes of the blind. I've opened the deaf ear. He said, I've done all these great things. And he's and I believe that but he said, I've got to get my blood on the mercy seat of God. And I believe that Jesus took his very own blood 
blood and passed through the, the holy place and went into the holies of holies and presented His very blood on the mercy seat of God. And I believe that satisfied God. You think about that tonight. And that tells me that I don't have to go out here and sacrifice the Lamb, but I can come boldly to the throne of grace myself. That made access for me. That made access for you. Come whosoever will. We can approach the throne of grace. But now you think that Jesus... Pass through the, the gates of heaven. That's the fourth gate. Now the fifth gate is simply this. Last, I want to I I leave this with you tonight. And I, I believe we go back to Jerusalem. And you'll find, uh, you'll find that there were those 12 exterior gates there on, around that compass, that wall, that great wall there in Jerusalem. The, the gate beautiful or the eastern gate. And you know that, that Jesus passed through that what was called the eastern gate. And you know, in, and I, I believe that the eastern gate, it was, it was a gate that lined straight up with the temple. You could, line, you could go through that eastern gate. Now all the other gates, you would have to go uh, different parts of the city to get to the temple. But if you pass through that eastern gate, it would line straight up with the temple. And you could walk straight in and go to the temple. And you'll find... That in Revelations chapter 19, you'll find that the Lord Jesus himself, I believe the Bible says that the clouds are going to roll back as a scroll. And I believe that Jesus, the Lord Jesus himself is going to appear in the clouds. And I believe that, hey, I believe that one of these days he's going to come riding on a white stallion. And I believe there's going to be a number of people that comes with him. And I believe he's going to ride up to those gates. Now think about this. I thought about that, that beautiful gate. You know, I thought that, I believe when Jesus went through that, that gate in Jerusalem there that day, going back when he was, had his earthly ministry, and he rode that little donkey. He rode on that little donkey through those gates. You think about this. And I thought that maybe Jesus was saying, he said, you better get a good look at me now because the next time I come, it's things is going to be different. You know, the first time he went through those gates, he rode on a little donkey. But I believe the next time he goes through those gates, I believe he's going to ride on a pure white stallion. The, the, the first time he rode through those gates, he rode in as a servant. I believe the next time he rides through the gates, he's going to ride through those gates as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Do you think about that? My goodness. I thought about, thought about that little donkey, how he pushed that little donkey aside and traded. He upgraded there, did he not? Put, traded that little donkey in for a white stallion. My goodness, you think. The first time he rode through those gates, he had a crown of thorns. The next time he rides through that gate, he's going to have many crowns upon his head. Here he comes, you think about that. Here he comes out of, the, out of heaven on that white stallion and I believe he's going to have a, have a, a, a vesture as, the, as though it was dipped in blood. And I understand this. I understand if you, if you study history and you'll find that the Muslims, you know, they bought a piece of ground over there. They bought that piece of ground and, and they sealed up those gates, the beautiful gate. Out of all those gates, they sealed up that, that because they knew that they, they thought that the, the Messiah is going to enter in through the, we're going to keep the Messiah out, so they think. And they, they sealed up that gate and they bought that piece of ground over there. In fact, they turned it into a big cemetery. It's a big Muslim cemetery over there. And I thought that they, them Muslims think they're going to keep the Lord Jesus. I've got news for them. 
I don't care what they think they're doing. I'm telling you one day, Jesus is going to come back on a white stallion. I believe he's going to ride up to those gates. I got to think about, about those gates, how they've been sealed off for uh, perhaps hundreds of years. And how that Jesus is going to ride up to those gates one day. And I thought about those gates. They looked out and said, man, this, this guy looks familiar. He's not riding a little lonely donkey. He don't have a crown of thorns. He's not bleeding no longer. You think about that. My goodness, here he comes on a white stallion. And I believe those gates will swing wide. And I believe Jesus himself is going to ride that stallion up to the temple. And I believe he's going to dismount off of that great white stallion. And I believe he's going to walk up into the temple of God there that day. And be seated on the throne of David. And my goodness, you think. And I believe the whole world is going to take notice there that day. I believe there's going to be multitudes and multitudes. Multitudes of people. You think about the angels that's going to be shouting. You think about the redeemed that's going to be shouting. You think, hey, I believe wasn't it John that looked out and saw a great number that no man could number. And you know what I believe he saw? I believe he saw you. I believe he saw me. But you think about that day when he enters in the eastern gate once more. His gates. My goodness, I have enjoyed myself tonight. I can't even hardly talk no longer. But I thought, I thought how excited I am to think the very next gate that Christ enters. I believe He's going to set up His throne right there. The throne of David. I believe it's going to be, you know, I believe, the, I believe in, the, in the day of tribulation the temple is going to be built back. That, temp, that great temple over there is going to be built back. And you know, I understand that those people are building eight-lane highways into that city. And some people ask them, well, what are you, what, what, they're building these big, big high-rises and building these, these great big things. And some ask them, Why, what, what's all this? And they said, the, the king's coming. We're preparing. We're preparing for the king's arrival. I believe this tonight. I believe Jesus. Let me just say this. The world has not seen the last of Jesus. There's going to be a day when, G- when these eastern skies is going to split open. And the Lord himself is going to descend with a shout. And I believe, hey, I believe that the church is going to be right there with him. I believe we're going to be lifted up right there with him. And I believe you and me myself. I believe we're going to have a white stallion ourselves. And I believe we'll ride through that gate with him and be right there at that temple. You think about that. Would you stand with me tonight? His gates. His gates. I know that might have been a little bit different, but I enjoyed myself tonight. And I just want to remind you tonight how sad it would be to miss the entry of that gate. And I thought that no doubt every one of us, let me just say this, if you're here tonight and you don't know the Lord, I look around and I, and I see and, and in my own mind, I, I feel like perhaps everybody's saved here tonight. But if you're not, I want you to know that you can be. You can meet the Lord Jesus tonight and your life would be forever changed for the better and for the good. But I thought tonight, no doubt every one of us probably has somebody on their mind tonight that isn't where they need to be.
that isn't right with the Lord. And I just want to encourage you. Why don't you come and call out their name tonight? Maybe you, you've got a burden. Maybe you've come here with a load and you're carrying a load. I want you to know you can unburden yourself here tonight. 